Hello, Knicks fans. Welcome to the Guard of Knicks podcast. I'm your fill-in host, regular Joe from the Frozen Envelope. I'm here with my brother from another, Rick the Ruler. Yeah. And great win tonight for the Knicks, uh, 130 to 116 over the Cavs. A nice little playoff preview. Yeah. And, you know, tell us what you guys think. I know what we think. So, Ricky, <laughs> what do you think tonight? What do you think of uh, what do you think of Jalen Brunson? Oh man, uh, he what did he have like seventeen in the first quarter? I don't even know why I'm he guessing. Uh, he 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 came out to play. Like I I really feel that he wanted to make up for the last game that he played against Miami, where he just wasn't there. And it's all right to me because he was injured. You know, he is injured, so like he needed a little time before he got back. But today he was like determined so man he he had a he had a career high so you know what else can be said yeah man i, I think Jalen. you know when you talk about like you tell somebody to read a room mm. <laughs> I, I think number 11 knew exactly what time it was tonight bro <laughs> and like he showed it because he knew that like this was a huge game and he knew that it was important for him to come out the way he did, especially I'm sure he was looking across to the other side and looking at the way uh, Donovan Mitchell came out. And he was like, yo, hold up. <laughs> yeah. But you know what it is, though? That is when you look at both of those guys, that's a sign of like two star players that really like understood the magnitude of the game. And both both guys, I felt like really tried to set the tone for their team. Especially Jalen without 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 um Randall, you know exactly. So, and, and, and I think a lot of a lot of fans were looking at this game saying, "Yo, this is a playoff preview, so let's see who's going to win this, and that would dictate what is going to happen in in that first round of, of the the playoffs." So, I mean, I'm glad the Knicks came out and won, and not not snuck by with a win. They oh, we won this game. Yeah, we yeah. beat them, and it yeah. was pretty evident. And it's not the first time that we beat them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the last game was close. But the game before that, I think we held them to, like, 86 or something like that. Like, I'm not going to say – I'm not going to go out, go as far as saying we have this team's number. Like, the playoffs are completely different. No. We definitely got some things figured out with this team. Um, And I think that the Knicks going into a, a – uh, seven game series. I think they feel really, really good about playing this team, and I think Knicks fans just should feel good about playing this team. Yeah. Uh, with, with also the caveat of like this team finished fourth in the East. They did finish with more wins than us, which means that throughout the course of an eighty-two game season, they were a better team than us. Yeah. Um, and they are the number one defense in the NBA, regardless of what happened tonight. Given up and, 130. And that's those numbers point out because right and that's the that's the team that's who the team is and but they were saying that they mostly keep nba teams at like 100 106 so for us to come out here and get 130 it just it just shows how much we want this especially against this team so i'm, I'm yeah, very man. proud of, very proud of the guys tonight absolutely and i, I feel like i feel like the knicks won this game the way they've been winning games all year. Yeah. I don't know what they finished with, but I know at halftime, 
the Knicks had 12 offensive rebounds. And if we're being honest, when you look at the Knicks offense, like it's not pretty, right? Like we don't make, even though we made shots tonight, we don't always make shots. Yeah. But the offensive rebounding, the second chance points, it it just it's it's a part of our offense. And it's something that teams are going to have to deal with if they play us in a playoff series because shooting comes and goes, but, like, offensive rebounding is here to stay. Like, the Knicks are going to remain a great offensive rebounding team no matter what. Like, that's something that we've been all year. And if we play Cleveland in the first round, I have no reason to believe that that's not something that will remain at, in, in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. They they ended up with uh, sixteen offensive uh, rebounds, okay. thirty two defensive rebounds. So I mean, what, they, they they definitely got some boards. What was the overall um, rebounding numbers? Forty eight uh, to what? Uh, Fifty seven, and um, Cleveland had overall forty. Okay, yeah, that sounds that sounds that sounds about right for the for the Knicks, bro. We just beat teams up, man. Like, there's no way to explain it. I think Mitch had nine offensive rebounds or something crazy like that tonight. Yeah, nine right. offensive rebounds, 14 re- rebounds in total. And um, Harkin, Harkin signed. He had seven uh, defensive rebounds, eight rebounds altogether. So only one offensive rebound. But, yeah, Mitch was was crazy with it. Yeah, man. The Knicks, I don't know, man. Like, this team, the way that they play offense, the way that they score their points, there's no reason. It's not like we're like this dominant three-point shooting team yeah. who like live and die by it. You know what I mean? Like we live and die by being physical on the boards. Like and tonight we seen like getting out in transition, right? Especially with the second team, I think. But like even more tonight, like without Julius, like it was first team, second team. Like you could see that like the Knicks pushed the pace all night. Yes. And I love that about that. Like, who cares if they scored? The guy flexing or the guy fell down and he's, you know, laying in the cameraman. Yo, push the ball. Now it's exactly. five against four. Run exactly. it. I, I that love that. Favorite, that was my favorite part yeah. about the performance tonight is that we kept the pedal to the metal all night long, man. You you can't let the defense set up. You, you, you know, take advantage of them setting up. Especially when you don't have Julius, right? Because Julius kind of makes you a better, like, uh, half-court team. And without him, like, pushing the pace is the way to go, especially when you're starting Obi Toppin. Shout out to Obi tonight. Yeah. I thought that he was really he good tonight. Yeah. He didn't play a lot of minutes, but he, he no. played nine minutes. Or, 16 he, altogether. 16, but he was more than what he normally plays. So, yeah. And he, I'm he sorry, got 18, 18 minutes altogether. 18 minutes, 12 points. So, yeah, um, great night from Obi, I thought. Like, I thought that. I'm sure he would like to have given us more minutes, but he gave the Knicks what they needed tonight. And that's one thing I've always I've said about this team all year is like they give they these guys always give the coach whatever is needed on a given night, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think those 12 points from Obi tonight were important. You know what I mean? Like whatever we got from Josh Hart tonight. I think it was like 11 points or something yeah. important. Like all yeah. of it is important, bro. And I've been on the record saying that like all nine guys in this rotation mean something. And it just, they further solidified that tonight when you look at the minutes that Deuce McBride gave them, who I thought defensively Deuce was incredible. 
I can remember at least four occasions where, you know, I'm watching it with my guys, and there was like three or four occasions where we're like, we're like, that is incredible defense by Deuce. Yeah. Just to stay in front of the ball and like maybe force a pass. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what he does. I know you're a Deuce guy, bro. Exactly. Yo, Jose, my man. See? Yeah. That's what he does. That's what he does. If he was a larger guard, I know he would get a little bit more playing time, but that's oh, just that's what he does. If, if he was a bigger guard, he would 100%. If he was a bigger guard who made more shots, we wouldn't have traded for Josh Hart. Mm. I really believe that. But the Knicks needed to get bigger. I said that all year. It's you true. heard me say many times that we were too small on the perimeter. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, yeah, it's man. one of the reasons why I wanted Jajante Murray because I was like, "Yo, he's a he's a bigger guy, he's a little um, size." Yeah, but um, but he he's doing all right over there in Atlanta. So I mean, we're good. Yeah, he is. I mean, with, with their their very very mid season that they're having yeah. over there, you know, clap it up, clap it up for the Hawks, man. Yeah, uh, maybe not clap it up, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Josh. <laughs> He's a clown, man. He's a clown. Yo, uh, but I, I um I, I'm I'm getting more and more excited because every time I hear something said about the Knicks, like the Knicks go out there and prove them wrong. They, I heard people say that, you know, the Knicks aren't gonna go anywhere um with Julius Randle. They're not gonna go anywhere without Julius Randle. And, you know, they they played well with him. They played well tonight without him. And it just seems like the team wants to win, and they're going to do what it takes to win. So I'm, I'm so looking forward to this postseason. Uh, I'm trying not to overhype it. I'm trying to just take it one game at a time. But, man, I, I can't wait to see what you do. What's that? You know what I think that? What What's that? is other people's definitions of anywhere? <laughs> you know most what people, I mean? Most people are just like championship or bust. But I'm just saying, like, if you get to the second That's round kind – of Third finals, like that's somewhere. That's a big like, jump for a lot of teams. They just had this team winning 39 games. You know what I mean? And nobody mm-hmm. had this team winning. I think we have what 43, 44, 43 wins after tonight. Nobody had this team winning that many games. So right. with that being said, it's like you guys can't keep moving the goalposts. <laughs> so to me, right, and I've said this and I feel this way. I, I'll never change, I wouldn't, I won't switch up on this, no matter what the Knicks do. Mm-hmm. I feel like getting into the playoffs as the fifth seed, right? Mm-hmm. Giving the Cleveland all they can handle, whether we win or lose, I feel like that's a successful season. Because yeah. I would like to beat Cleveland, absolutely. But I'm also not an idiot, <laughs> right? I know all of the difficulties, and we've seen some of them, some of them tonight. Yes, That this Cleveland sure. team presents, and that was without Jared Allen. Who, yes, exactly. I mean, and we didn't have Randall, obviously, but they didn't have Allen. Allen's a huge part of their team. So I'm not ignorant, yo. So go in, give Cleveland all they can handle, and let's see what happens. You know what I mean? If we lose in the first round of Cleveland, there's no shame in losing to a team that was better than you all year. Exactly. Better than a lot of teams in the NBA all year. So, I mean, like, what are you going to – oh, the Knicks suck because they lost against – Cleveland's a good team. Donovan Mitchell bro, is an incredible me- player. Second in the league in net rating, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Second. No shame. So, like, this team is legit. 
second in the league in net rating, first in defensive rating. Not only do they beat the Pope out of you in in comparison to what most teams are doing this year, like they beat you by a bigger margin than everybody else, but they also play lockdown defense. So, so yeah, man, like it's no shame in losing to them in the first round. I definitely think we have a a big puncher chance though against them. Like whatever, whatever the chance is that you could like imagine as like the the optimal chance that we have to beat them. That's what it is. We have that big of a chance to beat them, and I think we have that big of a chance to beat anybody. Because as I've said all year, I only wavered once. The Knicks are really good. The Knicks are really good. They are good. I mean, forget about the fact that they're they're fifth in the Eastern Conference, the amount of wins they have will beat out the majority of the Western Conference. Yes, There's sir. only three teams with more wins than them in the Western Conference. Three yes, teams. Sir. So, and I think there's only I think there's only two teams in the Western Conference with a better net rating. Last I checked. I don't have so, net rating, but yeah, so it's like the Knicks are a good good team, period. They're not a good team for the East. They're not a good team uh, for them being the Knicks. They're a good team, period, in the NBA. Period. Full stop. Full stop. Good exactly. team. And that's why I'll be trying to tell people today, oh, it's the Knicks. You know, all they're thinking about is the, the last, what, 10 years where, you know, the, the organization was in shambles. But I was like, it's a new team. It's a new organization. I like, always say that. I was telling, I was accusing, I actually accused Cap of that with the, with the Heat, right? Cause he's like so terrified of the heat, and I'm like, you're living in the past, bro. <laughs> like the heat this year, the yeah. heat this year. I don't think they're that good. They're not. We what well, we faced you know them four times, like, and I think what we got three out of the four, right? Three out of the four, and it's not just us versus them. Like just all season, they haven't been that good. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't even need to contest threes. We shot really well, even Obi five or seven from the field. I mean, I think Allen will need to contest threes. I don't know wow. about that because Allen Allen is going to be guarding one of either Mitch or Hartenstein. Yeah, so he yeah. might. Why would he be that far out? Tonight, the Knicks played small, obviously, because Randall wasn't in there. Yeah, but they're going to put him in a position where he doesn't have to step out there too often. And the Knicks don't really have a five-man lineup that Tibbs is comfortable playing. That is going to make him have to step out there. Shout out to the chat. What up, everybody? Shout out to the chat, man. Izzy, what's good, baby? Toon, what up? Jose Garcia, Toon, what's hey. good, man? Yo, listen, Jose, man, forget about Facebook. <laughs> forget about Facebook, man. So Jose Garcia said, Jose Garcia said, Facebook is talking about who's playing and we're winning, ridiculous. Like, yo, I don't care about Facebook. I really don't, man. Yeah, they're talking about people who are not playing, but yeah, we are live tonight. You know what I mean? We're with, like, yeah. we just the cat. Like, it is ridiculous. Facebook is ridiculous, though. So, Facebook, I learned, I learned, man. Like, and, you know, I, cause I talk to you guys outside of this. So, you guys know, like, I'd be like, I get sucked in sometimes. <laughs> Yo, before you even continue, let, I just want the, the everyone listening to know that Joe is nonstop. He literally does not sleep. He is constantly uh, texting and posting about the Knicks through, like 24-7. I kid you not. I will wake up to like 15 text messages. 
I'm just like, yo, did he sleep? Yo, I thought I was a Nick fan. Joe is a Nick fan. He is a Nick fan. So, I mean, when he talks, like, he knows what he's talking about. Let's just say this. See? <laughs> you know what, bro? Like, I, I, I'm on here. I, I, I'm on here. I do a lot of, um, you guys know I do a lot of, like, diving into, like, the numbers, right? And that's why, can we talk about quickly a little bit? Let's do it. All right. So, we talked a little bit earlier, right, about quickly and the Stick Man Award. And one thing that we talked about was like, we hope that, what did quickly do tonight before I even get into it? Uh, 14 points. Um, he had, he's, he was uh, five of 16. Uh, okay. And two of six for three points online. Um, he was two for three from free throw, uh, four rebounds, four assists, one steal, uh, two turnovers. It's crazy, right? So he didn't shoot it well at all tonight. But if you watch the game, if you watch the game, and if you watch all Nick games, yeah. even when he doesn't shoot it well, he just helps the team win. Like, yeah. we pointed out, sitting here, the four of us, sitting here, pointed out, like, three or four just winning plays by this guy, man. So what we talked about, me, Ricky, Dre and um and Cap talked about earlier was like we hope that when they look at the six man of the year because if you look at um Brogdon's numbers Brogdon is super efficient bro like 48 44 87 slash line like that's ridiculous right but the the points are almost the same assists are very similar like everything else is very similar the biggest difference is the shooting numbers mm. so I just hope that when they look at sixth man of the year and they decide who they're going to give it to, I I really hope that they, and I don't know what the in-depth numbers say for Brogdon, but I know what they say quickly. Quickly is 100%, and this is going to sound crazy, but I swear to you, Knicks fans, the numbers support it. Quickly is the straw that stirs the drink, bro. He is the most impactful player on this team. When you look at the on-off numbers, mm-hmm. right, he is 100% the player that makes the biggest impact. When he's not on the court, the Knicks are emphatically a worse team. Yeah. And it's not even close. Like, of all the players who this team can't afford to lose, they cannot afford to lose Emmanuel quickly. Yeah, he's that spark and off the bench. Like He really is, but he just... It's so much more than just a spark off the bench, though, Ricky. I can't even put it into words what he means to this team. He's like, a baller. Defense, He's a baller. He really is. And it's like, the thing about him is, like, he can shoot it like shit, right? Like he did tonight. And just, you look at the game and you're like, we probably lose this game if quickly doesn't play. Like, he makes so many plays defensively. He comes up with so many big loose balls. Yeah. When we need a shot or we need, like, a foul and he goes to the line to shoot two, like, he just – I don't know, bro. He just really controls the game in a way that, like, very few bench players do. There it goes. <laughs> hey, if you don't believe what I'm saying, get a load of those numbers, Knicks fans. Like, this guy is everything to this team. Is this what you put in the chat earlier today? 
Yes, this is what right, I, put yeah, in I remember seeing this, and, and I, I don't be on Twitter like that. So, yeah. like, look at the bottom numbers with no IQ. Like, this dude is, it's not a coincidence. He's everything to this team, man. And if you don't believe it, go back and watch the Miami game and watch how the Knicks were kind of like dead in the water, kind of sleepwalking through the first quarter of that game, couldn't really score or make a shot after they got off to the 8 nothing start. And then quickly comes in and just changes the game immediately. Yeah. Like it was crazy how quickly the game changed. No pun intended. As soon as he checked in. <laughs> yeah, man. Like he really is, uh, Jose. Like I agree 100%. Like this dude means so much to this team. It, it's hard to like really put it into words. Like, and if you're voting for sixth man of the year and you don't watch Nick games, it's really hard to like equate it. You have to watch games to really understand what, excuse me, excuse me. You really have to watch the games to understand what this guy means. Like he's just everything to this team, you know? And like there's other guys who are like super impactful, but I don't think there's a guy on this team that's more impactful on both ends, offense and defense. You know what I mean? He's just, he's terrific. That's all I can say. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, right. I feel like I right. poetic about quickly, quickly for a solid five minutes because <laughs> that's just how I feel about him, bro. Like, he right, really right. Is- who, who, who else on this team right now is is that effective on both ends of the floor? Nobody. I can't, I can't think of anybody. The only other person that I would even mention, but really, there is no comparison, is Quentin Grimes because he plays he plays some really good defense, and he does have these these moments where he hits these threes that. His feet aren't set, but it still goes in. So I'm just like, damn, he, he's pretty good. But it still yeah, doesn't we're gonna get him. He, was, he was terrific tonight, man. Who? So let's talk about Grimes. What did he do tonight, Ricky? Uh, Grimes, he was uh, – he had uh, – he was four for nine from the field, three for eight from three-point. Uh, he was perfect from the line, three for three. Uh, he had three rebounds, two assists, one steal. Uh, ended up with 14 points. Love it. And and the crazy part about that is if you watch the game, like if you, not if you watch the game, but if you looked at Donovan Mitchell, who he was guarding primarily, and you looked at Mitchell with 42, you would be like, oh, Mitchell cooked him. But I thought that he had, Mitchell's unstoppable. Let's just, yeah, he really is somebody. <laughs> I, I saw three defenders of him couldn't do anything. He just took, just he, took that out there, bro. He's good. He he was 16 from 23 from the field. He was perfect in the first quarter, by the way. He yeah, he was. From um, six from nine from the three-point line, four from five from uh, free throw. Uh, he had four rebounds altogether, five assists, one block. Uh, ended up with 42 points. He he just, he's a really good player. And all that being said, like, it was really no fault of Quentin Grimes. Like, no. he made some shots. He had one three that he made where Grimes, like, was all over him. And then, like, he kind of backed away to avoid the foul. Yeah. And he still made it. And <laughs> I remember we all looked at each other like. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Like, how did he make that? Donovan Mitchell made some shots tonight where it was just like you just you tip your hat and you're glad that you have a guy like Quentin Grimes who made it hard, <laughs> right? Even though it doesn't look like he made it hard when a guy shoots 16 to 23, he made some ridiculously hard shots tonight, man. 
Like, I'll go to like, if you can find a way to lock him down, then I, I would say they got the series, you know, down pack. Like, they don't even have to worry if they could lock him, but he's just one of those players that he's going to be a challenge every single night. Absolutely. And sometimes there's nothing. Some guys, I would say there is, and maybe you could like, you could push back if you want to, Ricky. Mm-hmm. There's probably four or five guys who are like literally unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing that you could do about it. And the reason why I put Donovan Mitchell in that category is because, and we talked about this privately, right, in the chat. When you look at that Jazz team, that team wasn't that good. And, like, there was multiple years where he had that team, like, in a pretty serious playoff run hmm. when they probably shouldn't have been, bro. Yeah. And that really comes down to, like, his shot making and, like, his playmaking. He's that good, folks. Yeah, like, yeah. he's amazing. A lot of teams wanted him. A lot of teams wanted him. That's why I, I wanted him. I was just like, yo, we got to get this guy. I thought it was a done deal. It's crazy to not want him, bro. Like, he's that terrific, yo. He's that terrific. So, when you look at the defense, I mean, if you guys feel like it, go back and rewatch this game. Look at some of the defense Quentin Grimes played. Quentin Grimes did everything that he could do, and Mm -hmm. this guy just made some unbelievable shots. Yeah, Quentin Grimes is no slouch. He's an excellent defender, Quentin Grimes. So, I mean, if he was struggling with this guy, that just – it speaks to his performance. Like, that dude – that dude really comes out, and I don't think he gets enough credit for it because Knicks fans want to bench him so badly. I like, I don't get it either. Like, he takes on the best guy on the other team, right, which is – I don't think people understand how huge of an undertaking that is. It's so hard to play defense yeah. in the NBA right now, yo. Yeah. And this guy takes it personal every night, and he does a hell of a job, in my opinion. Absolutely. So I just why you guys want to bench him so badly? Like Knicks fans can't wait to bench him. They can't wait to have a bad game so they can put him on the bench. Yeah, I, I don't. He does so much for the team. I, I don't. I don't get that that benching um, request. Uh, I, I don't know if they're looking at his offense or or what, but oftentimes he he doesn't really get good passes thrown to him. Like oftentimes it's usually Randall changing his mind mid shot and then throwing it at him, throwing a grenade to him. It, it, it always happens, and he's always just like, yo, what is this? Like, and you always see he's very frustrated with it. But that, you know, you can't fault him for that. You know what I mean? But uh, he, he, I think he's an excellent um, offensive player. Uh, I think he looks to play team ball more than anything, so you, you won't see a lot out of him. What, what game was it? I think was it the Miami game where he came out and he scored like the first six baskets, and he was just he like in, the first eight points. Yeah. It was just like that's not usually what Quentin Grimes does, and and I think he did that just to let people know, hey, I can score too, because he went off All Star Weekend. He scored nine of the first eleven points, is what it was. Then, but he, yeah, he can't. He doesn't do that usually, so it's just like he wanted people to know that yes, I can score too, and he is a good offensive player. So he really um, is like, uh, and, and even if you dive into like the numbers, right, the shooting percentages and all of that. As much as Knicks fans like to make it seem like this guy doesn't make open shots, like you hear Knicks fans say, oh, he misses too many open shots. Shooting 37% from three. Like, what the fuck y'all want? <laughs> like, what do you want? I don't know. More flair or something. I don't know. Izzy, Izzy, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Like, 
I really do yeah. appreciate it. They're not watching it then. I think they're only looking at him on offense. It, it has to be because if you look at him on defense, you see my man is doing his job. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Pretty much, bro. Izzy, I'm just out here doing my best, bro. And I, I, I'm glad you 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 view me as an addition and not like that's all I am is an addition. And they didn't have to add me. And they did. So I appreciate it, man. Like they added me and I didn't ask for it. Like I just got hit up one day and said, You want to be part of the show? And I said yes. He did have uh, the gun to the head though, so he didn't really have a choice. It was actually a Glock 17 to the head that I, I said, yo, you don't really have an option. Um nah, but <laughs> shout out, shout out to you, shout out to you, bro. Um he's he's definitely been like a, a wonderful like add addition to the show. He was already a great addition before he was part of the show anyway. Like we used to hit him up all the time asking him for stats. Right. It, it really is I'm humbled. I really am because I don't know. I love doing this shit. So it's it wasn't crazy. nothing. I don't think Apollo asked me and thought like he might say no. <laughs> nah, no, nah, no. Nah. I asked him knowing like, all right, so he's probably gonna start in the next show. Like it was like I already knew. Like it wasn't even gonna be something that we had to really divulge too much. Of, like you know what I mean? I was like yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more like when tomorrow, like today. Yeah, yeah. It's literally when, when do I start? Like five, five minutes. Yeah, uh, I don't think you missed the show since you since you joined, right? I might have missed. I might have. I was late to my first show. Almost missed I'm, the I'm, first I'm, one. Yeah. I never, I, never <laughs> lived that down. I never lived that down. Yeah. Yo, yo, my man was definitely late to his first day. That was crazy. Uh, almost, but, almost missed. It. You know what's crazy though? You know what's crazy? So they don't hold it against me though. I hold it against myself. So shout out to y'all. We don't give a damn. Bro. You know how many shows I, I missed? Please, man. I would never, um, I would never let myself live down being late to my first day on the job. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 Apollo, if I don't know, I'm not sure how much I spoke to you today about my day today. We'll talk later though. But it seems to be a trend. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, it's boy. becoming. It's becoming a thing, bro. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I want to point out to, to everyone listening again. It, it's 11 o'clock. Uh, most people are about to climb into bed, and he just said he's going to talk about it later. I'm telling you, he doesn't sleep. <laughs> he doesn't sleep. He doesn't sleep. Yo, all right. So um, just well, wanted to jump on real quick before I um, let you guys finish. I do. Jose Garcia is the the day the guy can't be late. Facts. Come on, guys. Like we can't. We need. We we need you, bro. You can't be late. You can't be late. No, no, no. Joe's been here ever since that first day. It's like he hasn't been. First of all, it's like these days that he doesn't even get to watch. Let's let's be real. Full transparency here. These days, Joe doesn't even watch the fucking game, and he's. (laughs) But you won't know. Well, no, 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 no. See, that's not fair. You gotta, you gotta tell the whole story. All right, he listens I, to the game. Yeah, I might not watch the game, but I yeah. always listen on the radio, guys. So I got an idea of what's going on. And he knows his team so well that he can listen and watch it at the same time in his head. Yeah, shout out to Ed Cohen. <laughs> shout out to Ed. <laughs> Ed Cohen's like the driest. The guy is <laughs> in the world. No comment. No I'm not going to rip Ed Cohen, yeah, but John Giannone was better the other night. That's all I'm going to say. I, listen, 
I didn't mind Ed Cohen on the live broadcast. So he's better on the live broadcast. No, John Genone is, uh, I'm sorry, Ed Cohen is perfect on TV. It's just when you're trying to get like a description of what's going on and you're listening over the radio, Ed Cohen is not the guy to tell the story, yo. He's very bad. He's very bad. No, not at all. He'll be like, Fade Away 3 by Randall. And I'm like, he didn't really shoot a Fade Away 3. I know that for a fact. (laughs) (laughs) I know he didn't take a Fade Away 3 just now. Yeah, it's true. It's probably like, you've been listening like, I know Julius didn't take a Fade Away 3 just now. There's no way. There's no way. Nah, but honestly, man, it's listening to this team, like, especially if you watch it enough, you can kind of like picture. Yeah, you definitely. You know these guys, like you kind of know the game, Julius. You know where Julius gets his shots. You know where quickly gets his shots, Brunson, RJ. Okay. You know, if you if somebody says RJ missed the layup, you can probably picture it in your head. because You know out. where I feel bad though, Kat? You know where I feel bad? I feel bad when I didn't get a chance to watch the entire game. And I watched most of that Miami game. Like to be clear, yeah. but I didn't get a chance to watch the entire game, and I didn't see the quickly pass out of the corner, the bounce pass, the heart and and I didn't get a chance to like, I don't know, verbalize it to our our listeners because that pass deserved a mention because mm-hmm. that pass was ridiculous. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Um, CIA has made his appearance, y'all. <laughs> Julius looks like he massaged feet on the ass. Dang. Yo, yo, get him out of here, bro. Like, yo, he didn't even play tonight, bro. <laughs> he came with the smoke with you. Hey, how you don't even hold on though? My problem, my problem with CIA is like you don't even ease yourself in. He don't say what's up, guys. <laughs> you don't no. he goes straight to it. <laughs> like, where, where, do you, where, do you, where do you get the stuff from though? Like, are you using like the AI to come up with random? Like it really be some red. He massaged feet on the at. Wow. Yo, my man said. You know what I think though? I feel like Knicks fans. The reason why I, I, I hate it is because I think Knicks fans think that like we be low key summoning him to come in at a, at a particular time. Like I swear it's not us. It's all him. It's all CIA, bro. It's all yeah. CIA. CIA about to get a hit up, just like just like Joe got a hit up. Like, it literally, it. it's literally all him, yo. It has nothing to do with he's, us. He's gonna get a rank. We don't, he literally comes in and just starts doing what he does. We need the CIA section on the show, bro. Right. I'm gonna hit you up. We need the CIA <laughs> a little segment where you give us a little rant of all the drinks that you got up in there. I'm with it. I'm with it. Yo, can we, can we talk a little bit? Can we talk a little bit about Isaiah Hartenstein, bro? Because no, 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 no. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me do one. Let me do it even one better. Can we talk about our starting our starting centers? Not our starting centers, but just our centers in general. Because I think combined tonight, it was 15 points, 23 rebounds. I think it was four blocks. This is all off the top of my head. Four blocks and like I want to say five blocks. Five blocks. blocks. Five blocks. Yeah. But um, it was 22 listen, rebounds. Listen, it was crazy, man. 15 points, yeah. Crazy night from our starting centers, like from our starting centers, from our centers. Look at who it was. Who had like he had, he had such a block, like he. I was just like, damn. And I think like, five it, too. 
Five assists from our from our centers tonight too. These blocks from from Hartenstein. the block. The block was you talking about? You got to be talking about the Hartenstein block. Give me that. That's I one. Think so yeah, that's one. I think it was. This guy. He had he had a block on um. I don't remember who it was. It might have been. Was it that Stevens dude? Uh, yeah, he just right there. Yep, that was it. You watching that? That was, that was ridiculous, bro. Can you see it? That was a, yeah. We can see I it. Did it. I see it. That was exactly the block I'm talking about on that Stevens dude. I'm talking about right like, He blocked that shit like, stop playing with me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, get the Another one. <laughs> Give me that. Look at that. Give me that. Go sit your ass now, bro. I'm not going to lie. He, he definitely was on his, he was on his game tonight, man. He was definitely on tonight, man. And Mitch even tonight, like, both of them were just terrific. Mitch was a monster on the offensive glass. Like, he can- 10.14 rebounds. He took, I, I think he had nine, nine offensive rebounds. Whoa. It's crazy because Mitch played 22 minutes, and, like, it might be hard to remember because Hartenstein was the last person, the last center on the court. Mm-hmm. But, like, Mitch was great tonight. I don't know. It's so crazy. I mean, I missed the first quarter. I was listening to it on the radio, but um, when, when I saw the second, I saw the second quarter and then midway through the third to the end of the game. But um, yeah, I think that's probably why I missed uh, Mitch. But yeah, I, I don't remember. But yeah, his numbers look all right. 10, 10 point, uh, yeah. 10 points. He don't usually 14 rebounds. 14 rebounds in only 22 minutes. That's that's uh, that's a that's a game you don't always get for Mitch. And for him to only do it, for him to do oh. it in only 22 minutes is crazy. Jose Garcia, this is why I love having, I love having. Viewers like Jose Garcia, bro. Like, thank you. Obi and RJ tonight. There was a thing. What um, I missed it. There was a back and forth on the bench. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall. It was not. They were going. Uh, at it. it was. Yeah. It definitely it got. Ugly. It got ugly. It got ugly. But, but at the end of it. Right when it came back from commercial, um, they were both on the court, and RJ goes up to Obi and kind of gives him like a half hug. And Obi shakes his head and looks at him like, "Yo, we good." Oh shit! You said but it, Obi was, it was, yeah, it was, it was like whatever it was, like it was definitely some yelling, some shouting back and forth that you wouldn't expect from either one of them, especially from Obi. Hmm. Like RJ yeah. is a little intense, right? So you're not really surprised because RJ, you know, he got like that edge to him. But I didn't expect to see Obi yelling like that. I like I, I enjoyed it, if I'm being honest with you, to see that out of him. But yeah, they definitely had a little thing tonight and on the bench and they kissed and made up rather quickly, which just points to the fact that like as much as what it quickly said, right? Quickly said when things are great, they're not as great as they seem. And when mm-hmm. things are bad, they're not as bad as they seem. And I thought that, that was perfect. Yeah. And basically what he said is we have our disagreements. Sometimes it's not pretty, but at the end of the day, we're family and we love each other. And that's all that matters. That's what I took from what Quickly said. And this is off of a game where he was being um, yelled at by Julius Randle. So, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, oh, wow, the coach had to separate him too? 
Yo, he had to drop bronze. Hold up. Both in double figures. Did he throw bronze on it? Both in double figures. These disagreements on a regular basis in the NBA. Oh no, nah, bronze like is true. Right, they got mad. They got heated. It's a big pressure game. And later on, Barrett and Toppin. Everything good. And it has That's been up. one of those games That's where low. the team all operating is one. Yo, listen, I, man. I really want to know what that was about now. I love it. You know what? You know what it was about, Ricky. I'm, first no. of all. <laughs> If, if we're gonna get down to like the the the, it was probably about a it's probably about a defensive rotation, right? No, exactly like what CIA said. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do one day, yo? One day I'm gonna become so professional at this. That I'm not gonna laugh at his comments. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, it's not happening. It is not happening. It is not but happening. I'm sure if I had to, if I had to bet, it had something to do with a defensive rotation. But like, there was a lot of it was a lot of stake tonight, and I think the team realized that. And you know, sometimes tempers flare. Yeah, that's all. And it's not a big deal, bro. Like, as long as everybody kisses and makes up and, and there's an understanding that there's 15 guys who have the same goal, who cares? Who argues and who doesn't argue? Uh, uh, and that was my take, Cap. That was my take when, when Randall had his thing, right? It wasn't pretty. It was ugly. We hated it. We all hated it. And we all yeah. agree that it should have never happened. Yeah. But, like... At the end of the day, as long as you got 15 guys who are on the same page and want the same thing, who gives a shit, man? Yeah. And if it doesn't affect the job, then, you know, let it be. Exactly. Exactly. I'm with it, bro. I love it. You know what I'm saying? And with this team, with with the culture that I think is built, and I don't think we speak enough to that, and I think that's a credit to Tom Thibodeau and Johnny Bryant and fill in the blank right uh, on the coaching staff what like hashi hashimoro or something like that uh oh to my dice game dice yeah but yeah man it, it really just is a credit to the culture bro like you got these guys all like each other they all want to win and i think most importantly they want to win together that's all that matters, man. Yeah. All the other bullshit. People want to make a big deal out of about him, about Mitch's post social media statuses, and who cares? <laughs> who cares? As long as I see Mitch come out and play his ass off every night, who cares? <laughs> the guy does his job. That's all I know. He might get in his feelings, but he does his job. And as much as he likes the post stupid shit on social media it's never affected his job in my opinion at least no that's the way it should be like i remember i was watching last dance and they were talking about dennis rodman how he would go out on these vendors and drink and gamble and, and then show up to practice and um do his thing he would keep up with the rest he'd be leading the entire team he was doing so they they gave him that you know that cushion he could do he could get away with that where other players they couldn't get away with it so as long as you show up and do your job that's 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 all that matters yeah jose i don't even know who vermont is but that shit's funny as hell anyway 
long as Ramon doesn't show up. He said as long as Ramon doesn't show up. I don't even know who that is, but I'm going to laugh at it. I thought about Razor Ramon when he said it. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm sure it's going to be pretty damn funny when he says that goes back to my, That goes back to my uh, me, me being a wrestling fan back in the day. I just thought about <laughs> Razor Ramon when I seen it. <laughs> Yo, oh, so, oh, white man can't jump. Oh, okay. As long as you don't be like, you know what? I'm going to go get my gun. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan, bro, save something for everybody else. What are you talking about? There's too much spaces, bro. <laughs> See, Ivan drinking all the liquor, huh? <laughs> nah, he eating all the pizza. <laughs> oh, eating all the pizza. Oh, nice. Let him oh, yeah, having the same thing. All right, let him eat. Let him eat. So, Josh Hart, we got we got to talk a little bit about this dude because, man, yo, he, he, real quick before we yeah. do the Josh Hart thing, I did want to mention that mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if you guys mentioned it. You remember the last time? Do you know why this night was so special to me? Why is that? And it wasn't. It had nothing to do with the Knicks. Had nothing to do with the Cavs. It was all about Jalen Brunson and Donovan Mitchell. Well, hey, what up, I? I see you, bro. I see you. <laughs> but it was all about the the rematch from last year's first round series in the Western Conference, and that was the Dallas Mavericks versus the Utah Jazz. Okay, I see where you're going with this. You remember? Y'all yeah. Remember. It's your flow. I'm gonna let you have the flow. I'm gonna sit to say. Listen. If y'all remember, it was Jalen Brunson versus Donovan Mitchell, and they were neck and neck. They were going at it all series long. And um, if if I'm not mistaken, I think Luca got hurt after the first or second game. And Jalen Brunson, I think that first game, I think he started, I think that he had 40 on him. Yeah, 40. He had 40 on him. And they went on to win the series. Jalen Brunson stepping into his own, showing everybody who he is. First round and got Donovan Mitchell out of there. First round. The year you after. You know how crazy it is to get a guy who been there, done that, all of this playoff experience. Granted, granted, there was a lot going on in Utah, but no excuses. Like, to get that guy out of there in the first round, just send him packing. That was crazy, bro. That was crazy. Without Luca, mm-hmm. that was crazy. And the wildest part was like after it happened, and this is me being biased because everybody knows that I was a big Jalen fan for a few years before that even happened. I was a big Jalen fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Knicks fans, some Knicks fans, some Knicks fans some was on some, basically on some shit like this guy is a glorified backup. Why are we signing this guy to $100 million? And I could say now, I think it's safe to say now, right? 77 games in? 78 games in, I believe, actually. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is why. <laughs> this is why. Because what you didn't see, because you thought he was a backup, what... I, I know I seen, and I know Cap seen it too, right? What we seen was a guy who was a backup 
and he wasn't even a backup in his in his, in his last year in, in Dallas. He was a starter yeah, his exactly. last year in Dallas. Mm-hmm. But before that, he was the backup to Luca, and all everybody seen was the backup to Luca. What yeah. I seen and what Cap seen and what Ricky seen and what Dre seen was a six one dude who shot fifty percent for his career. And like seventy percent in the paint. Ridiculous for his career. Yeah. That's not an accident, guys. <laughs> like, you, don't, you don't stumble into that. You don't <laughs> fall into that. You don't get that because you play with Luca. You get no. that because you're fucking. You get that because you're fucking good. You're good. Yeah, <laughs> he's good. <laughs> the guy is good. Yo, like, do you understand how extreme that is? Yeah. To shoot fifty percent from the field and seventy in the paint, and you're six one. Those numbers are astronomical. Wow, you wow. can't do that unless you're good. Uh-oh. And I'm glad that I'm glad Uh-oh. this dude was able to. Uh oh, you gonna get Joe going? Yo, it's crazy that you say that, right? <laughs> Is he a defensive liability? Maybe, but so are a lot of like guys who are like elite scorers. Most of these guys can't fucking play defense. Let's look at this again. Let's look at this again. But like the on-off numbers don't lie, bro. The Knicks are the Knicks are a way better team with this guy on the court than they are with them off the court. Mm-hmm. I-, I wouldn't call them a liability. I mean, I understand what they're saying, but I wouldn't call him a liability because it's not like he he shies away from defense. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. he, he usually he's takes short. guards. Uh, yeah, he's he's a smaller guard, so you know it looks like people are going to shoot over him stuff like that. But he, yeah, if, if you really, if you really, really look at it right and and look at it objectively, because I think it's kind of lazy and like easy to say that he's this terrible defender. <laughs> I think it's lazy and easy to say that he's a terrible defender. But if you look at, like, if you actually watch him play defense, a lot of the times he's kind of in front of his guy. The dude just shoots over him because sure, he's pretty short. Sure. He's right? not a bad defender. I feel like this is how I feel. I feel like as long as you're out there, unless the team is red hot, right? Because we see a nice with teams got red hot against the Knicks. But unless the team is red hot, as long as you have, you got a body in front of you contesting the shot, he's going to force some misses. And I feel like what he gives you offensively far outweighs what whatever defensive liabilities that he gives you. Yeah, I agree. I agree like, he's so I, I good. Like, I just don't like the word liability. Yeah, I don't think he's a liability. If you want to say that he's not a great defensive player, fine. Yeah, I don't think that he's, like, a guy who, like, I never felt like he cost the Knicks a game because he was exactly. so bad. To, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, <clears throat> real quick, um, I do. I gotta, um, I gotta run. Gotta run. I gotta let y'all finish this out. Gotta let y'all finish this out. But, uh, great game from the guys. Hopefully, uh, Julius comes back healthy. We got two yeah. weeks. I think the playoffs start in sixteen days. So those two weeks should be fine for Julius. He's a tough dude. I think he'll be yeah. fine. He's gonna um, do what it takes to get back. He he he's that. Absolutely. Dedicated. 
Right. I I, I honestly feel like they juiced that that ankle injury a little bit just so he. Me rests. too. Honestly. Me too. That's just my personal opinion. Um, Jalen, go stupid. Maybe one more game, and I think they should rest him for the rest of the season. I don't think there's no need to play yeah, him. Yeah, the magic, the magic number is one, against, bro. Yeah. Against the Pacers, he doesn't need to play. He doesn't need to play against the Pacers twice. Matter of fact, yeah. if we win the next game, I don't want to see Jalen Brunson after that again. Yeah. Until, until until the playoffs. Like, there's no need to run him out there. You know how he plays. He plays hard. We don't need him putting up these kind of – not the numbers. It's the minutes, really. You don't really want him doing that much to him. Um, so, and tell me how you feel about this. I don't mm-hmm. mind him playing. I just don't think he needs to play 38 minutes. Right. Yeah. If you want to start him, run him out there for however many minutes. I don't know. I don't have a number on it. Mm-hmm. Then fine. But I don't think that he needs to like be out there and like crunch time, like trying to win a game. You know what I mean? Five, min- nah. five minutes a quarter. Five minutes nope. a quarter. Let him sit. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, fellas. Um, y'all finish it up. Thank y'all. If y'all in the chat, hit us with a like, subscribe, ring that bell, see so notified. Yo, man, appreciate you popping in, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, yo. I'll be honest with you. You make it easier. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man, appreciate you, man. Don't... Me? Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't, don't say the care. I wasn't trying to listen, do all bro. that. But, you know. Nah, listen, bro. Nah, it's all good. I, um, <clears throat> I'll see you guys later, man. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, they got real dusty in the room. Yeah, I will say this, though, about, like, Jalen and... I guess I'm gonna play a devil's advocate against my own point. Okay. Against certain teams, right? And I think we've seen it kind of in the Minnesota game, right? And we talked about it. I don't know if we talked about it the night of the Minnesota game, because I'm not even sure if we were on that night, but I know we talked about it at some point, right? The night of the Minnesota game, in that game, Jalen ended up having, they were trying to hide him, right? But they were trying to hide him on Jaden McDaniels. <laughs> and we all agreed that Jaden McDaniels is too good <laughs> to hide Jalen Brunson on. You know what I mean? Like, and I felt like in that game, the Knicks would have been better off putting him at the point of attack. I know the Knicks don't like to put him at the point of attack because he's not the point of attack defender that, like, quickly or... Uh, Hart or or Grimes is, but in that game, like trying to put him on Jaden McDaniels, who's like really really good, and he's six nine, and like he could do some things, he could dribble, he could shoot, he could finish. It wasn't a good look. So I do think that if a team has a guy like that, and the Knicks are trying to hide Jalen on that guy, they can really make the Knicks pay. Right, but. I also feel like not a lot of teams have a guy like Jaden Jaden McDaniels. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. So there's in that sense, he'll definitely be a liability for sure. Yeah, there's usually a guy out there who is kind of out there like a three and D guy who maybe doesn't do too much off the bounce. Who you right. could kind of like, yo, Jalen, yeah. go throw, go guard that guy in the corner, make sure that like they can't just swing it to him and get a wide open three. And you kind of live with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in that game against Minnesota, we seen, like, Brunson would kind of close out on him. And Jaden McDaniels would be like, I don't care. I'm just going to, like, drive. And I'm going to shoot over you or, like, draw a foul. And he just did it over and over again because he was too big and too good. 
right? So in that regard, definitely he's a liability <laughs> in a matchup like that. But most matchups, you could kind of throw him out there and hide him. I don't know, and I guess this, the answer is Garland. When Cleveland's healthy and the Knicks are healthy, I don't know who you really throw him on and like say guard this guy. Because when you play Cleveland and uh what's the guy's name? He played tonight, damn it. He's always hurt, but he's like really good. Levert. Okor? Oh, Karis Levert. Yeah. When Levert is like the three, you can't hide Jalen there. Yeah. He's another he's one of those guys that's like he's just too good. Yeah, you know what I mean? By, he got by him a couple of times. Um, we were fortunate that he missed those those shot attempts. And let me ask you, speaking of Karis LeVert, when he kicked um, Isaiah, when he was driving to the lane, how was that a uh, uh, defensive foul? Because the ref didn't see what we seen. Because it, it it was because of that that motion that made um, Isaiah, you know, lean forward. Because he, he was going straight up. Oh, man, I wish I could find it. But I, I was really disappointed with that call. They gave him, and I think it gave him the basket too. I, I, I didn't like that call at all. But yeah, I think the ref was from behind him. Jose Garcia said against Bucks, Boston, and Philly, yeah. who would Brunson defend? Well, against Philly, the South Philly, Maxi. Philly, it'll probably either be Maxi or like if they usually have like Melton or um, what's the other guy on the court? Uh, Melton or Milton, right? Yeah, but he he's he's isn't he off the bench? He doesn't start. I'm not sure who they would probably close with. Like one of those guys are probably close because. What's the name would probably be the four? Um, Tobias. Yeah. yeah, and they would probably play like Melton or Milton at the three. So you would try to hide them there. Both those guys are really good players, though, so you got to be careful. Yeah. But, like, that's as best as the Knicks would be able to do. Against the Boston, we beat Boston three times this year. Uh, Brunson guarded uh, Smart a lot of the times. Um, smart, I guess he's tricky too often when they played the Knicks smart was comfortable just spotting up shooting threes. And if he's going to do that, he can't really punish Jalen Brunson. You know what I mean? But I I do recall in that last game when quickly went off, he had 38. I do remember there was a couple of drives where smart actually decided to take it to Jalen and there was really nothing that Jalen could do about it because Smart is just so strong. He's a strong you know player. what I mean? But I, you live with it. You live with it because right. he gives you so much on the other end. You know what I mean? He's not the, the my thing is like he's not the only guy in the NBA like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't feel like he's one of those guys who can't make a defensive play, if that makes sense, right? Can't draw a charge, can't get a strip. He's not a quitter. He's tough. He's a winner. So I don't really feel like in peril when he has to guard the guys that we're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I crazy? No, no, I agree. Like I said, I I, I don't think liability is the right word. Will there be mismatches that put us at at, um, 
at our Some yeah. sort of disadvantage, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But most te- like like you said, most teams in the NBA will have a matchup like that. But I mean, we would, we would that's, watch that's the, the we... plan of the offense to set those things up. So I mean, exactly. you know, we have to expect it. We just watched the Heat close a game the other day. And correct me if I'm wrong, Duncan Robinson was on the court for the Heat. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, listen. He had a decent game, too. He did have a decent game. But teams live or die with guys like, like Jalen, right? Yeah. And Jalen is – Jalen's a much better player and a much better competitor, I think, than yeah. Duncan Robinson. Yeah, so, in the game. Yeah, I'm cool with it, man. Like, I, I do question – if you're if you want to win a championship do you really trust a backcourt because it's usually going to be a closing backcourt of like quickly and brunson how do you feel about that i'm not sure but i don't know like i like both of those guys i feel like both of those guys are tough i feel like both of those guys are competitors and yeah. i feel like the knicks have won 44 45 games 45. with both of those guys yeah yeah so why start doubting it now, Knicks fans? I think they want to say negative things so that if we don't win, they can be like, see, see? But I'm like, listen, we this team is the best that they've been in a very long time. Ride that train. Support it. Yeah, like, it's, why do you think it's hard for Knicks fans to believe? It's been like, so long. I, I get it. I get it. But I like, get it too. We're good now, so you don't have to do that anymore. We're 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 gonna try to put things together so that we get even better. So just just calm down. I think, you know, I think what Ricky is trying to say is like, trust that this team will find a way. Yeah, because they found a way all year. They could have easily, and I mean easily, bro. If you go back, if you want to talk about quitting. They could have easily quit in that Sacramento game, right? They lost Brunson at halftime. It was kind of devastating. They came back. They tied that game at 96. They had a chance to win that game. They didn't. They could have easily quit the other day against my against Miami. Again, they didn't. They fought. They clawed, and they got a win because that's what this team does. This team is tough. This team is mentally tough. This team doesn't quit. Everything that you want in a team – that's what this team is. So believe it. Like, believe your eyes. Believe what you're seeing. Everything that you're seeing, that's what this team is. This team is terrific, guys. They really are. It's true. And I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means second round. I don't know if that means Eastern Conference Finals. But they're good. And all I'm asking y'all is to trust what you see. It's real. It's been real for 77 games. It doesn't just become fake now. Yeah. It's, it's true. Like tonight, e- e- even tonight against the, the Cavs, like we were going basket for basket for them, but we, we couldn't get ahead of them. And then, you know, we went, we they we let Cleveland go on a couple of runs and then it, it almost seemed like we weren't going to get ahead. And then we went on a run of our own. Uh, and then it just, we just never looked back after that. And to, to win at such a, a high point, it's just like this team knows their role and, and they're gonna do well whatever that means so jose garcia said he only watches the knicks yeah you know what though bro i i, I kind of only do too i mean i watch other games here and there if 
like my kids are good and but for uh, you it's time right yeah it's, it's really just time if jose garcia i don't know what your situation is if you have time though watch other teams because watching other teams really i get my perspective from watching other teams because I watch fans kind of like overreact or like lose it if the Knicks blow a 20 point lead. Yeah. But if you watch basketball every night <laughs> around the league, everybody blows 20 point leads. It's yeah. it's regular. 20 is the new 10. Exactly. You can't even feel safe when you have a 20 point lead. Yeah. So, so I, mean, I implore people if you have the time and only if you have the time. If you don't have the time, then don't bother. Do what you do. But if you have the time, watch other teams, man, because a lot of the shit that we like, I guess, because we're fans and we're like passionate, a lot of the stuff we accuse the Knicks of, it it, it's, it happens all around the league, man. Yeah. And yeah. I think that if you watch other teams, you'd be shocked. Yeah. You'd be shocked, bro. And Apollo says it all the time. He was just like, he, he goes into other teams, um, you know, fan chats or whatever, and just hear how they talk about their stars. And it's the same thing, how how we talk about Julius, they be talking about their stars. So it's just it's just funny that, um, you know, it, it happens across the league, but everybody thinks that, you know, it's just their team. Uh, but that's that's all I got. Um, yeah. I'm excited for, for the for the net, next couple of games and, and for the playoffs to start. Me too, me too. Um, I else? think that I mean, did we did we miss anybody? I feel like we mi- might have missed one guy who was like terrific tonight that we kind of like left him out. I'm not sure who it was. Ooh, we mentioned well, maybe we, we mentioned we we briefly mentioned Deuce in the the minutes that Deuce gave us. I thought the minutes Deuce gave us, yeah, were important. Which I I love when a guy comes in, right? Doesn't really score, but like. You watch it and you say, "Man, that guy made a difference." Yeah. And the reason why I like that is because I've said multiple times on this show that everybody's important. <laughs> so when I see Deuce go out and do what he did tonight, it just drives my point home further that everybody's important, man. Yeah. Like, we didn't talk about mm-hmm. the one guy we didn't talk about tonight was RJ. Yeah, but we kind of spoke about him. You know, we say um, Jose. He was two for two. Obi was two for two tonight um, at the three point line. He he actually hit started the game off with a three point shot. So um, like so real quick, RJ was six to seventeen. Didn't shoot it well, but again, like on a night where you don't have Julius and RJ's being asked to play a little bit of like, I mean, I guess you could. Kind of split hairs between him and between him and Josh Hart. Six for seventeen, I believe. No, no, no. Uh, RJ. Oh, RJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six for seventeen. Like on a night where, like, in moving forward, these next at least the next four games, he's going to be asked to play a little small ball four. I'll take whatever this guy's giving us. I thought he was good defensively tonight. I thought he made enough shots when they when they counted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there was a few times... I love that I watched it with these guys, that I watched it with tonight, because there was a few times where, like, it was just one of those times where we're like, yeah, we need a basket, you know? <laughs> like, RJ, RJ got us a basket. Yeah. Right. Like, 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 like I was saying, they, they went on a couple of runs, so yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man, like, 
big win tonight. Uh, Washington up next. Yep. Um, not an easy game because those guys are desperate. They're playing for something. They're still trying to get into that playing. So I think we beat them already. So I'm not. They I'm not have. They. It's not so much that you're worried, but like understand that they have a lot at stake. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna come in and like and be a desperate team. And I don't. I'm not sure how desperate the Knicks are. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I, I think, think the Knicks. We, we are looking, know we're up I think the Knicks are literally just looking for their next win, <laughs> wherever yeah. it may come. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah, Washington's gonna come in desperate tomorrow, and not tomorrow, but uh, Sunday. Sunday. Which team? Washington. Yeah. Yeah, Sunday, uh, six p.m. So it's an earlier game. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Like, let's let's go in and get another one, guys. Yeah. Um. Anything you want to close with, Ricky? Um, nah. Um, I was gonna say something about the coach, but now nah, I hold it. What you, what you holding it for? Because uh, I'm not sure of something, so I, I need to check yeah. it out before I, you know, I, I don't want to just be saying anything. You know what I mean? So I mean, that's that's all we got tonight, guys. Um, yeah. as we, we always say, like, comment, subscribe. You know, we definitely appreciate uh, the chat. You guys were definitely live tonight. Appreciate y'all staying up with us. Um, uh, keep it going. And Joe, who, who, who should they who should they share it with tonight? When your when your Uber Eats driver comes to the door. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sh- sh- share it with your Uber Eats driver, your DoorDash driver. Yeah, man, don't be stingy. Let them know. Like when you when you when you in the confessional booth and you, know, you say <laughs> you say if you think to the priest, you know, share share with share with the priest, you know yeah. what I mean? And you know, just whoever, man, whoever, yeah. man, share it with them, yeah. man. That's, that's all that matters. It don't really matter who it is, you know what I mean? We don't we don't discriminate on who it is, it don't matter. Absolutely. You know, if if you know you got a, a, a best friend that's a dog, share it with them, you know, yeah. they they can whoop. They could wolf their way to. Uh... <laughs> I think the point is share with everyone. Share with everyone. Yeah, share right? with everyone. Don't discriminate. You never know. Uh, but we appreciate y'all. Thank you very we much. We appreciate y'all. you guys, man. Have a good night, man. Jose Garcia, Izzy. Uh, CIA, it, uh, nice. tune in here earlier. Like, we appreciate everybody, man. Thank you. Have a good right. night, guys. <laughs>